Well, good evening and Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, we trust that you are all doing well and uh, we're thankful to have you here tonight. And my, my name is Dan and uh, I'm just really glad to be able to take a few minutes with you and just to share a little bit of a thought, a little bit of a meditation um, before we move to our candle lighting together. You know, Christmas is a wonderful season of the year. Maybe you agree, uh, maybe you don't uh, for different reasons. But I think for a lot of us, we would feel like Christmas is just a great season. Uh, sometimes it's hard to know when the season of Christmas starts. I start seeing Christmas decorations in stores around July. Um, so I don't know when the season actually starts. Uh, but I think it's something that a lot of people look forward to for different reasons. And the truth is, right, that we have these holiday seasons in our lives, but we also have seasons in our lives. I wonder what season of life are you in, right? There's different seasons that we're in. Uh, some of us maybe are in a season where we're, you know, kids and we're uh, just doing the school thing and moving along. Maybe you're in a season of life where uh, you're about to get married and uh, you're kind of um, ushering in a new uh, scary and amazing uh, period of time of life, right? Maybe you're older and your season of life is, uh, you know, just sort of looking back on things and it's reflective. But I think that there are many different seasons that we go through. And even the ebbs and flows of our year can be that way as well. And th this evening, I just want to take a couple of minutes and to think about the season of life that we're in in light of the season of Christmas, uh, I wonder this question as well is, what do you think is the most important page in your Bible? If you had to pick out one page in your Bible, what would it be? What's the most important one? Maybe it's the page that has, uh, you know, the Genesis chapter 1, the account of creation. Uh, maybe it's the page that has uh, John 3.16 on it. Maybe you would say that. I, I wonder what it would be tonight. I would like to sort of present this idea that maybe the most important page in our Bible is a page that you probably don't have if you read your Bible on your phone or on some sort of device. And it is the blank page that exists between the Old Testament and the New Testament. If you have a Bible and you open it up, you'll notice that there is a blank page that fits between the Old Testament and the New Testament and kind of lets you know that things are transitioning. And so I think that there's a good argument that can be made that this might be the most important page in your Bible, the blank page. And I just want to have us think about this blank page in the Bible, right? Come to a Christmas Eve service, and we open God's word, and we're going to look at a blank page, right? So uh, we'll think about that this evening. Uh, but I think this page has a tremendous significance concerning our salvation. And so what does this page mean? A lot of times when we think about Christmas and the Christmas story, right, we think about the Gospels in Luke 2 and Matthew 2, like we looked at this morning with Pastor Paul in our earlier service. Uh, but there is a prelude to the coming of Christ, to the birth of Christ. And so what are the things that are happening? What is the season of life that is, in, is existing before the birth of Christ? And how does Christmas change that? And so let me just share with you three quick thoughts about these seasons of life that were evident in the blank page that we have in Scripture. First, 
Christmas represents the end of spiritual darkness. It was a season of wondering. The blank page between the Old Testament and the New Testament represents in many ways spiritual darkness. A period that was without any light or any new revelation from God for around 400 years. And during this period, there was uh, the, the coming about of a philosophy that we know as secular humanism. And secular humanism, if you know, basically espouses that uh, we as individuals are capable of being ethical and moral without religion or without God. And we set our own worldview of the day. And we th- probably see that a lot in our world today, don't we? There is secular humanism and people thinking that they can figure it out and make those decisions on their own, that our worldview is what really matters. The things that we experience in our world, in our world today are really not new. And this was true in the period of time of the blank page. Secular humanism was actually something that goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Scriptures recount the story of Adam and Eve, and they literally walked with God in the Garden of Eden as one would walk today with a dear friend. And despite this closeness, the prince of this world, the devil, found a way to teach Adam and Eve the tenets of secular humanism, an independence from God, a thought of, do I really need God? And of course, this is the premise of basic humanism. It's a separation from God. And it was established during this 400 period of time when there was no prophets. And yet, the word of God existed. And it had been recorded and it had been proclaimed in various languages. And it was a moving force in the world, even at this time. And yet, there was a spiritual darkness that existed in this period of the blank page. It was a season of wondering for many people. Luke chapter 5, verse 32 says, I, Jesus speaking, he says, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. It's a call out of spiritual darkness. Christmas represents the birth of Christ, represents a call out of spiritual darkness. But I think that there was a second sort of season as well, and that is that Christmas represents the end of silence and waiting. It's a season of listening. The blank page in the Bible that separates the Old and New Testament represents 400 years where God didn't speak, where there was no visible sign of God in earth at all. And oftentimes we refer to this period of time as the silent years. And of course, there were plenty of things that happened during that period of time because God was still at work and God was still in control. But a lot of times there are seasons of life when there are struggles and it seems like God is silent. It seems like God is not at work in our lives. And it's easy to wonder what he's doing while we're struggling. And we ask questions like, you know, why God or why would you allow this to happen? And sometimes it may feel like we're experiencing our own blank page where God seems absent. And so tonight I want to assure you that God is not absent. God is still speaking and still in control. I love this passage from Isaiah chapter 55. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, 
Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I love that passage because it talks about the good things, the fruit, the ground that is tilled will bear fruit in the future. And even in our lives, we might be in a season where we're feeling like God is silent, but God is in control. God is at work. And that leads to the third and final kind of idea here from the blank page, and that is that Christmas represents behind the scenes the nature of God. It's a season of shaping time and places. It's a season of preparation. I think the blank page between Malachi and Matthew is symbolic of how God works behind the scenes, setting his motion, his plans into place that are much better than anything I could ever imagine. See, there was a lot of things in that blank page. There's a lot of things in those 400 years that were taking place. There were great empires that were being built up and established in people and places like Alexander the Great that were being moved around. There were uh, politics in play. There were uh, people rising to power. There were uh, empires that were coming about for a specific situation. And specifically, we see the rising of the Roman military uh, that basically conquered the ruling empire at the time and took control of the region. And the Romans installed a Jewish proselyte, Herod the Great, as the king of Judah. And Herod took a humanistic outlook, and he was the king at the end of the 400 period that we see in the blank page when we had the birth of Christ. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 says, And the Lord, and he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And of course, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And so we see in this blank page these seasons, a season of wondering in spiritual darkness, a season of listening when it seems like God is silent and a season of preparation where God is at work behind the scenes. And so I wonder, what season of life are you in right now spiritually? Not just what holiday season are you in or what season are you in in terms of where you're at in life, but what season are you in in your spiritual journey? Maybe you're somebody who's dealing with spiritual darkness that you are wandering far from God this evening. Maybe you're in a season where you're in silence and you feel like God is just absent and not present in your life. Or maybe you're in a season of waiting where you are looking to the Lord for what he is preparing for this next year for you. I think in a lot of ways, God allows and gives each of us our own blank pages in life. There are periods in which we feel distant from God. There may be periods in which Uh, of of time in which we struggle through spiritual darkness. 
because of our own indulgences in sin or our belief that we can live independently of God. They may be also periods of time when we feel distant from God because we're in seasons of waiting and silence. But we know that God has made promises, but we don't really have, see them coming into fruition just yet. But in the blank pages of our promises, God has given us the birth of Christ. In his grace and mercy, he makes our need known to him. He gives us the same hope of promised redemption that was realized the night that Christ was born. God is calling each of us out of our pride and self-reliance. He's calling us out of spiritual darkness. And God is orchestrating the times and places of our lives to fulfill all that he has promised, just like he was doing during the period of the blank page. And so with the same expectation and confidence that the faith of the Israelites awaited the promised Messiah, you and I too can also have faithful expectation and confidence that God will show up in our lives just as he has in the past. And so my challenge for us this evening is this Christmas, will you turn over the blank pages of your life, the seasons of waiting, the seasons of distance, Will you turn those over and trust God for his plan and his control? And in doing so, you make yourself completely available to him. It is giving God space to plan out your life and to trust him with events and timing of your future. This Christmas could be your blank page. And in the next year, you can trust God for deliverance from the entanglements of sin. You can trust God with patient expectation that understands that silence and waiting is not the absence of God, but rather the preparation of God. God chose to close the 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament, not with a flood like we see in the Old Testament, but with the greatest gifts to mankind ever given. God provided mankind four gifts, a prophet to herald the coming of the Son to save the world from sin and death, the miracle of a chorus of angels to announce the Son's birth, a declared peace between God and man, and fourth, the Holy Blessed Spirit as the guarantor of the expressed promises made by God in, on biblical record. These miraculous gifts were from God at just the right time. For we beheld and are grateful, as the hymn writer surely penned in the great verse, as the world was coming out of a 400-year period to a new dawn, a new birth. And this is what he wrote. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. The thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees and hear the angel voices, O night divine, O night when Christ was born. O night divine, O night, O night divine. This evening, we just pray that you would know Christ.
and know the reason for the season. And it's not just a holiday season, and it's not just the season of life that you're in, but whatever season that you're in with the Lord, and maybe you've been distant, but this Christmas, God invites you to be brought back into his fold. Maybe you're just kind of listening and wondering where God is at, and God wants to remind you that he is still with you. Or maybe this season, you are sort of trying to figure out what's next. And know that God has prepared the next steps for you in this next year. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening. And we thank you for the opportunity to come and to celebrate your birth. But God, we not only just thank you for the event that happened, but the significance of what it represents. God, we thank you that this birth was a calling into a new spiritual season of, for anybody that would know Christ that it was a season that would bring us out of spiritual darkness, that it was a season that would bring us out of silence, that it would bring us out of the unknown of our circumstances. And so, God, I just pray for all of us who are here tonight, God, that each of us knows where we're at. And, God, we just pray that you would call us to new beginnings this new year. And, God, we thank you that the birth of Christ brings the faithfulness in the love and the joy of Christ, the hope of Christ into our lives. And so God, may this be our fulfillment through Christ, even in this season. And we pray this in Christ's name, amen.